Welcome to episode 172 of the Hob Nation USA podcast, and we're back on Zoom, so that means we have a guest. But before we get to the guest, I have my co-host with me as well. Say hello, Adam. Hello, Adam. Ah. Come on, you had to see that one coming a mile away. Eh, it's a setup, you know. It was, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, this week, we are joined by a returning guest, a common guest on this show, and he goes by the name of Jason Sircone. Back again. I'm just a common man. What's going on, guys? Not much. How are you? Feeling common. Okay. That's right good. <laughs> no, things are good. Glad you to got. Be I mean, if everybody's uh, watching on the on the video, you got your blue collar shirt on. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Fitting the stereotype in every possible way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jason is joining us this time because he has a brand new podcast coming out. Well, it's already out. It's out. Yeah, if you're listening to this on a Friday, as you should, it's already been done out. Uh, it's called Pod Theory, and we'll be talking with him more about that in segment two. But for now, we're going to start off with our first beer of the evening. So, Jason, why don't you go ahead? You're the guest. I am starting things off with Levity Brewing's End of Haze. I'm holding mm. it up to the camera yeah. if this ever makes it to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good beer that they started doing this summer. Um, not a juice bomb by any respect, but it's got some beautiful haziness to it and some nice tropical notes. It, I am a big fan of this one. It's been a very, very popular seller for those guys, too. Nice. Right on. Adam, what do you have? So I have something that neither of you probably expect me to grab, but I have an offering from Four Points. It's called their Cargo Van. It is a West Coast IPA. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the reason I have this in my fridge is uh, I had a buddy of mine come over last week for a socially distance, you know, uh, don't drive yourself crazy in the loneliness, uh, you know, get together. And uh, he's a West Coast IPA kind of guy. So I was grabbing some beers. I saw that. I thought he likes those. I grabbed them. There was one left over. So I figured... I'll give four points a little bit of love on the show. Okay. Well played. And are you ready to give them love or are you drinking it now? Is I'm, dr- I'm drinking is it, it now. Is it good? I'm, I'm going to finish it. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Okay. It's just like I, you, I, I'm just shocked and I need to hear like more about the tasting notes that you get from this. This is an unprecedented... <laughs> Adam goes rogue and drinks a West Coast IPA by himself. I mean, nobody saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, more expected. Uh, I'm drinking the pixelated IPA from uh, Chubrew. This is the mm-hmm. Jump Man. So, pixelated IPA series is basically just you know takes on video games. That's what all the can art is about. And then this one specifically is Jumpman, and it is the 1.1 edition. It is a Citra and Mosaic New England IPA. As right you can on. see, very hazy. Yeah, but easy drinker. 
say, did you grab a four pack of that? Or did you just grab a single or how'd you uh, get a hold I, of that? I actually traded it at a uh, football party on Sunday. Mm. Yeah. I traded a beer okay. I, I brought for this beer and then I took this one home. Very nice. Yeah. So now it's on the show. All right. Now I know where you got it from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, glass, uh, please. Liam and Julie were <laughs> at uh, Shubrew. Oh, okay. Yeah, Liam and Julie have a hookup at Shoebrew, and they brought some of this to the football party on Sunday. Oh, that is good to know. Yeah. And then so they you traded. Completely, you completely missed it, Adam. Yeah, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's no, all right. I, I, no, I said you should have at least cleaned your glassware for the picture. Oh, nope. You forget who you're having on the show? <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. No, I didn't forget. I always leave Dirty Glass Mafia up for people. <laughs> So give- full disclosure, right right before I poured this glass, I, I hadn't washed it. I'll admit. <laughs> I did. Just the cold rinse, too. I mean, sometimes that's all it needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just get the, the dishwasher dirties out. I don't know. I, I, I wash it with, like, the dish wand, but uh, I guess hmm. it just leaves some sort of oil or something behind. Plenty of places for nucleation. I don't know. Sorry, you probably eat your dinner off of dirty plates with dirty silverware too, right? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) My my plates are paper, so they can be thrown away. Thank you very much. (laughs) And I eat with my hands. (laughs) It's true. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a filth bag. (laughs) I don't doubt it whatsoever. (laughs) All right. Well, moving on to segment one. That's news, notes, and neat. Of course. That's, that's where we talk about the news, the notes, and neat of the world for the week. So, Adam, why don't you go ahead and start us off? What do All you right. have? I have a job opportunity. Neat. So, if anybody needs a job, listen up. Or if you want to change jobs. <laughs> Does anybody in the current economy need a job? Huh. I don't know. I wonder. I, this comes from the, uh, the Michelob Ultra people. Uh, and they are offering a new position called the Chief Exploration Officer or CEO. Uh-huh. Big brain time there. But what they're going to do is it is a one-year position with a $50,000 salary. And your job is to travel around in a camper van and take pictures in national parks. That's okay. the job. Yep. Sounds so, pretty simple. Pretty simple. Is there, I mean, I'm sure that it gets more into it when you actually get the job, but like, is there an official travel schedule? Do like how many so parks do you got to visit or something? Like there that? are at least four or five parks that you do have to visit. A lot of them are out West. Mm-hmm. I'm not really surprised by that. Uh, but what they're going to do is they're, they're going to give you a list and you have to take obviously social media friendly photos post them on all the social medias. But what they're going to do in exchange for that is you get your $50,000 salary. You get mm-hmm. a camper van mm-hmm. with a fully stocked fridge, which is nice. Of Michelob Ultra. Of Michelob Ultra. <laughs> hey, I'll drink it. I'll, drink it. <laughs> Just I'll, be a, I'll be a company man. 50 grand in a camper van? Sign yeah, me up. Yeah, you can do that. But it, I mean, you know, let's not act like the fully stocked fridge is, you know, amazing. It's just... <laughs> It's, it's you, you, you have to clean it out. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying you're going to restock it with Michelob Ultra. No, but you have to clean it out first. <laughs> trade bait. Use it always trade bait. But uh, <laughs> I don't know how you're going to do that. But For Shiner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's like the kid that started out with the red paper clip and eventually traded up and traded up until he got a house. Yeah. Or the episode of The Office where Dwight Schrute starts with like a thumbtack and trades all the way up and, and winds up with the magic beans from Jim. But, you know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, not, not only that, you also get gas money, which is nice. Yeah. And it is expenses paid. So yeah. they're just not sending you out with a van and a, you know, a Polaroid and saying good luck. Right. Yeah, it, it's it's a working vacation, and I would be down for it. Yes, as would I. Uh, they are still accepting applications. I believe it is up until the end of September. Cool. Well, if you uh, notice that anybody goes missing off this show, you know where we're at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know my news feed, or all my feeds on social media have been missing Michelob Light pictures or Michelob Ultra pictures. So mm-hmm. I can't wait. Yeah, well, this is your chance, and they'll be nice because they're in our national parks. So Yes, support your national parks. Yes, the ones that remain are great, <laughs> and you should check them out. <laughs> Will any of them be sold to build a grizzle, camp- uh, grizzle campus? Hmm. Wow. <laughs> is that a little obscure Parks and Rec? No. <laughs> that was well done. So, yeah, if you want to go be a social media shill for Michelob Ultra, go check it out. I'm not going to give you the links. You can do it your own damn self. You should be social media savvy. It's a pretty easy Google. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Go find it. Sign up. Go go Google Chief Exploration (laughs) Officer. If and when you get that job, uh, because of us, we want 10%. Or at least just tag us in social media as well. That's Yeah, you know what? I want both. Well, hey, I'm just saying, send that traffic our way. <laughs> You're going to yeah. have to end up doing a vertical flight of Mick Ultra on one of the shows then. That's Dope. probably going to be the trade-off. <laughs> I'll do sponsored content. Dope. <laughs> For 10% in yeah. a week in the van? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if we... Mick Ultra, your Mick Ultra infusion. And I think there's a third one. Mick Ultra prickly pear is the infusion? That's the infusion. <laughs> we can mix like the two together. I've been drinking that all summer. I, I enjoy it. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's cheap and it's cheap and it's good for hot weather. Like, you know, yeah, that, you can't I mean, be that mad. It, when it was ninety eight or ninety nine, I just I'd have one or two big beers and be so freaking bloated. Mm-hmm. I, I got to change this up. Yeah, and I found that actually. My dad's friend was the one that introduced me to it, and I loved it. I said, cool. "Nice, it'll be a nice, easy summer drinker." And that's been how it's been consumed all summer long. I I just switched to ciders. <laughs> So I'm gonna have me some. Go. <laughs> I'm just gonna have me some sighty boys when it's too too hot. <laughs> I just don't drink if it's too hot. I'll admit. Yeah, you do that too. I guess. <laughs> I'm waiting for the sun to go down. <laughs> I've been getting back into bourbon. That's been nice. Nice. Ooh. Great to nice. talk about on a beer podcast, but you know. Well, we can also switch it up a little bit and talk about wine. Anybody who's listened to the podcast before knows that pretty much anytime we bring Jason on, we almost always wind up talking about wrestling. I think, nope. the, la- I think the last <laughs> episode you were on, you actually got the pass, or maybe the last two even, because the last two was Bruise Brothers related. Yeah, so you, I think I accidentally pass. just made a wrestling reference. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. I'm off wrestling. Well, you're going to get dragged right back in for just this one little news story. Motherfucker. <laughs> the WWE. Just I thought it was out. It dragged you <laughs> drag back, you in. Right back in. <laughs> the WWE has decided to put out wine. 
That is the proper response. They might as well. They haven't created a good storyline in a year. (laughs) They are putting out, and it's not even anything related to current stars or anything. They are putting out Ultimate Warrior and Undertaker branded wine. In case the ice cream bars didn't do it for you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Wine. Uh, Can you imagine bringing that to a party? Which which? What year is that? Oh, it's from 2020. The <laughs> the high shelf or the high class stuff with the Ultimate Warrior on the label. Uh, you're right. Head of the party. <laughs> so, not only that, you wouldn't even probably bring it to a party because of how expensive it is. Oh God! It is fifty dollars a bottle for like. The Undertaker wine is something that's been aged in barrels since 2018, and they made 30 barrels of it. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon. uh, Not to not to interrupt, but I just got to ask: Have have they looked at the remaining demographic? (laughs) (laughs) Dollar bottles of wine. I don't even think they're drinking 50 cent beers. Yeah, it's it's oh wow, that's a swing and a miss. It is baffling why they would choose to do fancy wine especially <laughs> I, I fancy is very hard air quotes when i say that is this to compete with chris jericho and his little bit of the bubbly probably I, oh, it's the only thing i can think of but i don't understand why they went this route when you know both jason and i have enjoyed the el segundo steve austin IPA. I had a hunch that's where you were going with this. Yeah. It makes no sense to charge people $50 a bottle for like shitty wine when you could hire a contract brewery to put out, you know, or you could even like pair with somebody because like Weyerbacher has been doing contract brewing and pairings. They had to have paired with somebody. It's not like Vince Mc... Well, maybe he is. Maybe Vince McMahon's just making wine in his basement. (laughs) (laughs) From from the grapevines of Connecticut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, they... It seems like they really went the route of, like, getting a contract winery because there's no other branding other than WWE on it. Wow. So, but why not go contract brewery and then you can put out a barrel-aged Undertaker stout. You can put out, you know, like a three-pack of different New Day hopped, you know, IPAs. Like you can put a, you can put more product out. I think at a lower cost than you could with like the wine shit, and you could sell it in a lot bigger venues. And you could sell it even if they one day go back to live shows and touring. They could sell it at the venue that they're at. So well again again you'd think it would be well I guess I don't know the ice cream bars I never officially went to the events at that point in my life ice cream bars were gone before I was old enough to start going to events but you would think that that would be some sort of marketing or promotional tool that they would use at a live event right much like they did the ice cream bars but I don't know that that I wish I would have known that a little bit more in advance. I would have looked some shit up just to know. I'm now I'm going to have to when we're done recording just to know yeah. what the hell they're thinking. Yeah, just go to wwewines.com and and I and I'll tell you again, I put that I put that fancy in quotes when I said fancy wine and that's because the Undertaker bottle glows in the dark. <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> Does the under or does the ultimate warriors have tassels? 
<laughs> no, it it has the cork. It has sayings on the cork. So there's there's three different uh, Ultimate Warrior sayings. Hopefully not the homophobic ones. On, <laughs> on the cork, so you know it becomes more of a collector's item. You have to get them all now. Uh, sounds about right. I think he said three memorable things his entire career. Yeah, they all so. fit on one wine cork. <laughs> oh, so. man, good story. Yeah. Yeah, I, I figured you'd like that, so that's why we diverged a little bit from beer. But still, like it seems like it seems like the better route to go would have been like WWE branded beer or seltzer. I think mm-hmm. the ultimate, like if any, I mean, this is not. I don't want this. I don't make this sound positive, but you know how they do the Make a Wish. Mm-hmm. They always, they're, and that's one of their big charitable things. If I was any person in that that they were granting that wish for i said let me sit in one production meeting that you guys have <laughs> <laughs> i just want before i die i want to know the logic to anything you're doing right now <laughs> whether it's your social media or whether it's your venture into wine what the fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and as i said the undertaker wine was aged in barrels since 2018 so this is something that's been in the works <laughs> For they didn't just buy a batch and slap some some right. labels on it and send it out. Well, you know, been. maybe they did that, but <laughs> typically things like I mean anything wrestling related hits the dirt sheets. I wonder if that leaked back in 2018 and everybody just laughed and said, "Nah, nah, that's yeah, stupid. Why? <laughs> here we are. You can buy your own Undertaker wine now." <laughs> and half of their sales have to be just through jokes. Yeah. I, also, I also don't see Mark Calloway sitting around drinking a glass of wine. He no, has, he's a whiskey guy. <laughs> God, he's he's a dude from Texas, so you have to assume that he's it's either whiskey or beer of some sort. We could derail this entire show tonight just poking holes in the logic of yeah. the WWE wine. Yeah, we could, <laughs> we could, but we won't. We should so, probably move on before yeah. I come up with another one. <laughs> well, oh, we'll move on. <laughs> but uh adam I, you have another story uh also sports and collaboration related sports and a little bit of entertainment i guess if you watch yeah. baseball we're in pittsburgh we don't we don't get that around here Mm-mm. uh but clayton kershaw of the los angeles dodgers he is uh releasing a collaboration beer he is okay. uh, releasing his own with uh with buzz rock brewing they're out of obviously california yeah. Uh, Kershaw's Wicked Curve is going to be the name of the beer. It's going to benefit Kershaw's Challenge. It's for the kids, which is oh, nice. see, so it's like everything that we we're saying the WWE wine should be about. <laughs> <laughs> who'd have thought? Yeah, who'd have thought? I, and not because I think that's actually a really cool story. I do want to jump back. Was there any mention that this wine would benefit something? No, it, not that I saw. Give her profit. Yeah, Vince, profit. That's it. Profit. Just yeah. more merch. Just more merch. Okay. Well, carry on yeah. with Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. Which yes. I thought was hilarious when Adam brought this up before we started. Steve goes, "Who the hell is Clayton Kershaw?" Yeah, I don't. I don't fucking know <laughs> baseball just, or any sports really. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's that's a heartwarming story from this yeah. person that you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, it is. Good, what's his face? <laughs> it is a good story now that I'm hearing it. It's just the name was like I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's, look him up he's pretty good okay he can throw a baseball pretty good okay. but uh, what i find interesting is the the beer itself is i would assume it would have been a pale ale or something like that you'd think this in is, california it is a grapefruit wheat ale oh okay 
I don't know that I've seen many combinations like that before. They're few and far between. I think, uh, man, does Magic Hat make a grapefruit wheat? Probably. That sounds like that sounds like the one I've had, but <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you know, hey, if he's actually into beer and that's something that he wanted to make, right? That's that's what I'm assuming because otherwise you'd just take it a pale ale, slap a label on it. All right, good. Send it's fifteen percent for the kids. Yeah. Also, because this doesn't seem like it's directly tied to the Dodgers. No, this like, is this isn't this a is, beer for them. It's right. A, this is Kershaw's beer, his collaboration with his charity. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with the organization as a whole. Kind of like the Vegas Knights hockey player who has a brewery. Yes. Uh, was that Reeves? Yeah. Yeah, Reeves has the brewery out in Vegas. Mm-hmm. But uh, it'll be available in early October. Uh, Santa Cruz, California is going to be the best place to go to get it. So road trip if you need it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Right on. If you have... If for some reason you have a reason to go to California right now. Or you're already in California and you're listening to us. Right. That's more likely. Right. I think. So but, Buzz uh, Rock Brewing, uh, give them some of your business. Yeah. Give some money to the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. Good stuff. Uh, I have a, one more story and it's divergent. Uh, divergent from beer, sort of. Uh, Again. Yeah. I I was reading an investment website for no particular reason. It came up when I was looking for news stories, but uh, their report, uh, it was reported that Seltzer is now accounting for 10% of all craft beer sales. I could see that. Yeah. That is. That is. WWE gets in that game. <laughs> Five years too late. Well, no. Look at them. They can do this anytime they want. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really not five years too late because Let's put the bushwhackers on the side of that. Yourselves <laughs> <laughs> a winning seltzer. The bushwhackers should be on the side of the IPA that has Australian hops in it. <laughs> uh, no, but it's not too late, Adam, because part of this growth is it, the, it's so fast and everything that Coca-Cola got into the seltzer game. Coca-Cola did. Yeah, Coca-Cola the, the, did. The hard seltzer game. Yes. Coca-Cola. Really? Like, yeah, Coca-Cola got in the hard seltzer game uh, three years ago. And they bought this brand called Topo Chico. Never uh, heard of it. It's out of Brazil, I believe. And they released hard seltzer in Mexico recently. They also hmm. released a hard alcohol drink in Japan, and then starting 2021, they're going to bring Topo Chico to America or the U.S. Really? It's already, it's already in Mexico, but right. Yeah, Amer- America as we know America. <laughs> Stars and stripes. Yeah. So now it's getting to the point that companies aren't just fighting Boston Beer, AB InBev, and Coors for shelf space. They're going to have to start fighting Coca Cola for shell space too, because they're getting into the seltzer game. Well, not only that, but a lot of the, the local breweries are getting into the seltzer game. I've noticed that here in Pittsburgh, the amount of seltzers that are bubbling up from the local breweries is increased exponentially. Yeah, there's a few for sure. Uh, I mean, Alter Genius has not been open for a full year and they're, they're doing seltzers. So mm-hmm. it's a thing and it's probably here for a while now. It's, oh, it's <laughs> we not can't, going anywhere. Yeah. No. Is that really so bad, though? I don't. I don't Seltzer's care. Terrible. 
Yeah. What's uh, that? Well, that's I, I never I have hated seltzer forever, like just regular seltzer. So mm-hmm. oozing it up did not help mm-hmm. and give me an appreciation for it. So I just don't drink it, and that's fine. I mean, yeah. yeah. Other people can enjoy the hell out of it if they want to. I'm never gonna, but as long as it keeps the local breweries up and running, sure. you know, it helps them flourish. Absolutely. More power to them, especially yeah. now. Yep. As a person who actually likes like regular Lacroix and things like that, I still haven't found like a hard seltzer I like. So it's it's not something I care about. Like I still much rather just drink like cider or mead if I'm looking for that lighter flavor or bourbon. Or bourbon, or yeah. bourbon, yeah, just a just a light splashed up bourbon, or <laughs> uh, rum with pineapple juice in it, or or a dark and stormy. I'm gonna go Ooh. on. I'm gonna go on brand for a minute and throw this out there, and I'm sure you guys will love it because we haven't talked about this in a while. But I discovered that Captain Morgan White Rum and Body mm-hmm. Armor is phenomenal. Really good combo. Mm. Yeah. Is there a particular flavor of the Body Armor? Trop- Tropical Coconut was the one I did the white rum with. Okay, that makes sense. It just seemed to make sense, and it did. It was great. And it, nice. It's like a pineapple coconut one. It's on the light variety. Freaking great. See? All right. Yeah, I could get behind oh, that. Body armor, very versatile. <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting for them to send me my case for all of this pr- promo work I do for them on all these podcasts. Well, we'll tag them again yeah, this week. <laughs> see, see if they get back to you. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the other sift through the WWE wine section. <laughs> it's not buried in the third act. It's fine. I'm gonna keep calling <laughs> back get there. That the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's got my interest peaked right now for odd reasons. Uh, the other way you guys know that Seltzer is here to stay is that Aldi is releasing an advent calendar this year of Seltzer. Hard Seltzer? Yes. Really? Aldi. Yeah, Aldi. So, like the past couple of years, they've been doing wine and beer, but mm-hmm. now they're adding all uh, they're adding hard seltzer to that lineup of advent calendars they put out. I did not. I've never been in an Aldi that sold wine and beer. Yeah, I, I've been in one, and the selection was poultry, and I've I felt bad, but I still really want one of those. I want one of those beer advent calendars because it's mostly like German brands. And they just import them in, and like there's usually four to five Roush beers in there. So ah, uh, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, well, it's all making sense now. It comes around. <laughs> <laughs> so Aldi has name brand beers. No, Aldi has Aldi brand beers. Oh my god, this is the weirdest segment of your show. <laughs> oh my god, have you never seen some of the Aldi brand I, beers? I have not, dude. They're Ooh. dope as hell. They have <laughs> they have one that uh, rips off Brewdog Punk IPA. Uh huh. I give me a second to look up the name, but it is it's a complete ripoff. Uh, they have other ones that look like Beck's, and uh, it, like they come in green bottles. They have a cider that's called Wicked Orchard. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Well, like, <laughs> okay. And what, yeah. what was the one that they used to rip off the Sequench Ale? Oh yeah, the Fish Hen. Yeah, they put one out. Uh, just recently that was meant to be a rip off a sequench and it's just a key lime beer but it uses all the same coloring as uh like as the sequench cans which is the same as all of their stuff uh so their uh punk ipa is anti-establishment ipa (laughs) 
<laughs> and it's basically it's they use like all the same pantones and everything I'll just completely plus for name effort that <laughs> yeah dude it's all total ripoff stuff it's awesome i love it but i i haven't found any of those i only found like the wicked orchard and some other um uh, some other uh hard seltzers but so they don't do that in pennsylvania it's only in other states correct yeah ohio oh. Uh, okay that's probably i don't think i've ever been in an aldi outside of pittsburgh right yeah yeah another ones are at least this side of the state i think philly might have some alcohol aldis but really yeah they might but hmm. we don't to give a plug for aldi their cheese section is beyond reproach it's pretty dope agreed really agreed I, i'm really into their uh bacon chicken salad so it's all you got to say. It's just chicken salad with bacon in it, but it's great. <laughs> I've gotten, is that like one of those pre-made deals that they have in the produce section? I've gotten those. Yeah. Before. Yeah. It's a quick lunch. Yeah. 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 It's a quick couple sandos. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's come on back to the beers that we started this segment with. Adam, I'm going to check in with you first because okay. you, had, you had the curveball of everybody. I did. Ah, that's a nice throwback to Kershaw there. I like that. <laughs> yeah, but how, everybody gets it. Yeah. How is the fourth street or, or how is the four points? Four points. This is the, the cargo van. Yeah. I was thinking of fourth street, which is another beer by them. But it whatever. Is. Uh, I'll admit, I would recommend this to anybody that likes West coast IPAs. Is it uh is it piney? It's well, there is a good bit of malt there. I would say there's a, a decent amount of pine there. Mm-hmm. It's it, tropical is not the direction I would go. Okay. By any stretch, but uh, Steve, I think you'd like this. I might have an extra can laying around. Yeah. Ha cha <laughs> uh, Jason, I'll go to you last. Okay. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he's the guest i'll go to him last all right yeah just for a reminder i'm drinking the jump man uh the 1.1 version from shoe brew and it's part of their pixelated ipa series and uh like i said before it was a citra and mosaic hopped pale ale or well, new england ipa it is pretty good it's pretty dope uh you get like all the smoothness of uh, just like a citra hopped uh, IPA that you're used to, but there's a little bit of that mosaic bitterness back end that I like, and that's what you get from it. It's a easy drinking. Like I, I want to call this a flagship of shoe brew, but I don't know if I can. But I want to just because jump, jump, jump. That sounds right. Jumpman was one of the very first of the pixelated IPA series, but yeah, yeah. I, I want to call it a. I want to call it a flagship. So I will, and yeah, it's great. So get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Jason. Well, the end of Haze from Levity, when I previewed it at the beginning, it was good then. And now that it's just about gone, it's still fantastic. Just very some you know, light dankness to it. Um, you get a little bit of grapefruit on the nose, but overall not a big juice bomb, but it's definitely got that opaque appearance that the kids love these days. And I'm going to follow suit and be a part of that club and love this beer as well. Cool. Especially when you see the basicness that I go to for segment two. Oh, right on. <laughs> well, for my segment two, I'll bring on the beer that I traded for. 
uh, traded for the pixelated series. So that's a little tease for me as well. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, we'll come right back with segment two, and we're going to talk a little pod theory. Mm. Ah. <laughs> tease, tease. I'm here? Cool. Yeah. We're going to talk a pod theory <laughs> with Jason Sircone uh, coming right up. First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back to episode 172 of the Hob Nation USA podcast. We're still here. We're still doing it. It keeps on rolling. Hopefully by episode 200, we'll figure something out to do for the group. Best segment intro ever. (laughs) Nailed it. It's not just a, you know, a Zoom meeting. (laughs) So, I mean, that's the, the, that's the pattern we're on. 200 would fall on an, an even episode, and our even episodes have been Zoom meetings. I don't want to do that to our audience. We'll go rent out a city park or something. Yeah. We'll figure it out. It's important. Well, hopefully, by time, what, that's 20-some episodes away. Hopefully, by then, we've got, you know, a need to not social distance. Hopefully. I hope you're right. You know, sit together and podcast again. Ooh, oh, somebody can, found a quarter. No, we can do we can do a podcast slash vaccine drive. Oh, jeez! <laughs> you come to the podcast, you get a vaccine, stay for the podcast. You might want to consider just starting over. Nah, <laughs> nah, that, not, not taking advice from the guy that's here to give advice on podcasts. Well, that's, I'm trying to help. I know. <laughs> I understand he's trying to help. That's not going to bode well for when I plug, plug my new show about podcasting. <laughs> no, it's not on Jason. It's totally on me. I'm the old one stuck in my ways. <laughs> You've gone full curmudgeon. Yeah. As I mentioned, we're also 172 episodes deep, so I'm stuck in my ways, and I have my own bad ideas. <laughs> you need a harumph in there just in case. Yeah. Uh, before we get into all of that and have Jason correct me on all my bad ideas, let's start with our second beer of the evening. And uh, I don't know who wants to go first on this one, Adam. Sure, I'll go. I, I right. do have a beer, as a matter of fact, right. uh, and it, it is not an IPA this time around. It's a a nice Berliner Weiss. Ah. It is puckish. Uh, it is by Riverside Brewing Company out of Cambridge Springs, Pennsylvania up around my old stomping grounds. I've never had anything by them, so this is kind of a new adventure for me. Picked okay. it up at, uh, at Creekside, where I pretty much buy most of my beers nowadays. Right on. But, uh, it's made Well, you should. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> they have a hell of a selection there. Uh, but it's brewed with strawberries, rhubarb, and a little bit of white wine juice. Oh, interesting. Yes. But uh, I, I WWE white wine juice. I <laughs> hope not. Call them back all night. <laughs> but I must admit, this is a this is a really good. I would say a good late summer beer. Would it be too sour for me? No. Okay. No. It is, it is not full pucker factor. 
It is puck-ish. Aha. Aha. Yes. Aha. Okay. (laughs) Uh, For me, I brought on a beer that I traded for, you know, the last segment I had that pixelated IPA. I bought a four pack and I brought this to a football party and I traded one of my last ones for that pixelated IPA, but I still kept the can for myself. Smart. I have the hitchhiker hammer and lime. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. How is that? Yeah. (laughs) It's all there. Daddy. (laughs) Uh, It is. Uh, for those who don't know, it's a cocktail-inspired gold nail, and the cocktail obviously is the Moscow Mule, but it's made with ginger and lime. It is pretty fucking dope. Uh, I'll say... That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, say, it, does, question, Adam? Go ahead. None. Go ahead. No, hand it, is down. You said does... <laughs> I retract my uh, my question. Okay. So, to give you tasting notes... It does have like a, a big, uh, a, a bit of a big maltiness that you wouldn't find on a Moscow mule. But the lime and ginger pretty much perfectly complement in such a way that it's a really, really easy drinking beer, especially like it's only seven and a half percent. So you could, it would be a race to see if you could get tuned up faster on regular Moscow mules or this. <laughs> That sounds like a race that everybody can win. Yeah, it's it's a fun game. <laughs> if that's uh, the game you want to play. Yeah. I will say I get more ginger on the burp-ups than I do actually tasting it. But it, it, it's still kind of present. It's not over-dominating, so it's not like a ginger beer mm-hmm. where like it's hot and it's spicy. It's not like that. It is like you would find it in a Moscow mule. So the ginger is more complimentary. Right. I yeah. like that. Yeah, and like going with a golden ale style is pretty good because in general, it's a neutral style as, you know, vodka is neutral. So, yeah, there's not too much like in the way. It's not like a lot of bells and whistles that way, but Mm -hmm. it's still, it's, it's, you know, mocking the uh, Moscow Mule as it should. Very nice. So, yeah. Jason, what you got? I have fully embraced fall and my basic side. I have pumpkin yeah. nitro version. Yeah, boy. Ah. And I have to say, I, I mean, before I even get into the beer, I have to give my compliments to Southern Tier for their marketing on Southern or on pumpkin. This this season has been awesome. Have you guys seen any of the videos that look like they have the action figures of the different pumpkins for the different? Like they've got the whiskey. Yeah. Or a lot. Those are so freaking cool. They look expensive as hell. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the my listen, if WWE can sell a bottle of wine for $50, Southern Tier can sell an action figure of a pumpkin or a warlock for just as much. That's, yeah. I, also, I hope they don't because I will totally buy the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's the, in general, the marketing has been fantastic. They even address the people that bitch about pumpkin beer coming out way too soon. I've always been a believer that who cares when it comes out, just get it when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait till it's fall. Wait till fall. If you want it in July, buy it in July. It's it's, it's so abundant now. It's not. It doesn't have this rarity of where it's going to be gone. Right. The nitro version is very velvety, very smooth, pretty much exactly like your regular pumpkin, just not as carbonated, obviously, and awesome. I, I 
I've been one of those people, and I maybe I'm wrong, but I felt like Pumpkin had fallen off a little bit the last few years. You are not alone in that. Okay. No. <laughs> last year, it's, it, it crept back, and I felt like this is mm-hmm. what I used, re, used to remember when this is a very rare, hard-to-come-by beer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this year, they're back on point. And so far, I've had this Nitro and the regular version. I have not had the Warlock yet. I'm interested to try the whiskey. I don't know if I could do a full bottle of pumpkin whiskey, but I'd like to try it just to see what it's all about. But yeah. hats off to them for a tremendous marketing campaign and good beer. Thank you for the uh, the nitro version to keep me in my uh, my basic state for this Wednesday evening <laughs> as we sit and record. <laughs> right so on. just to clarify, the, the nitro version is new for this year, correct? Nope. Yeah. No. Wait. No. I, Wait. Had it, I had it last year. In a can? <laughs> yes. Really? Oh. I got the can from JR's. I, I don't remember that. I never got see, okay, there 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 is again how good the marketing was. <laughs> I didn't hear about this one last year. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally had it last year and I'll say so like I've been drinking the cold brew pumpkin mm-hmm. a lot. That's one I forgot. I yeah. do not like that one. You don't like that one? I like I, that one. I am a fan of that one. Yeah. But no, the I, I, I don't. I didn't hate it. I just you know, I I think we've talked about this. I'm not a big coffee fan. Just I okay. I like coffee and beer. I never drink coffee on its own. That make yeah, that makes that, sense if you don't. That one was just off to me. But yeah, that's that fair. makes sense if you're not a big coffee fan to begin with. So yeah, uh, no, the the nitro pumpkin came out last year because that was when they first started introducing like nitros in general. I remember they had some nitros like with their Blackwater series. Right. The entire Blackwater series is now nitro. And then they also do pumpkin. And I think they do one other one that's not uh, common. And by the way, uh, Katie was talking last week about how creme brulee is out in mm-hmm. nitro cans. It is because I bought one. Uh, oh, all right then. <laughs> but no, I, I had the nitro pumpkin last year and I like it. I liked it a lot better than I did regular pumpkin. So I like it's been a while since I've had regular pumpkin that I actually liked. I've been drinking mostly that cold try brew coffee. It, try it this year, see if it takes you back. Yeah, I gotta try Warlock too. It's, I think it's been a minute since I've had a Warlock. That's my favorite in the series. I to me, that. Warlock was the one that that didn't fall off at all. It was steady right. Eddie the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And well, I drink it again in a minute. Yep. Maybe we'll bring some Warlock on the show. Oh no, that's yeah. the worst idea ever. Well, I did buy I did buy my first pumpkin beer of the year. Or not pumpkin, but pumpkin beer of the year. Okay, I, which one I was that? I bought my first one. I'm not gonna tell you because I'm bringing it on the show. But <laughs> oh okay. I did buy one. All <laughs> so right. It, it took till second week of September for me to buy one. <laughs> yeah, Adam, this isn't your show. You're not allowed to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm gonna surprise him. He can surprise me with a pumpkin beer, and then the warlock will be the known third. So mm, interesting. Wow. Yeah. You guys just created this whole three segments. Look at you go. Yeah. Nailed it. We can do that next week. Look at that tease. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, so that's marketing as well, Jason. It's good marketing. <laughs> Tell people ahead of time what they're going to get. You did it right. Yeah. I totally agree though, that the, the pumpkin marketing has been amazing. Like it made me kind of want it. And I was like, yes. I don't want it. I don't want it, but I want it. I I, I mean, just, I mean, this is, I don't even know if this this is just how it happened. I wanted this nitro. And when I finally found out that it was out, I went to four different places in the South Hills. Mm -hmm. No one had any left. And the last place I stopped was this new place in Dormont called beer town. 
and I got their last four pack. So oh. apparently it's either not, it wasn't hitting shelves as fast as I thought it would, or it was very high in demand and it was just flying. Uh, I think it, I think the nitro actually came out later because there, there yeah. was that, yeah, there was that day we met up at giant Eagle exchanging beers Yeah, and like it wasn't out, but then I just, I just recently saw it at that same market district uh, this yeah. week. So well, I, and I thought it all came out at once. I actually, fi- I figured, well, maybe I have to go down to Southern tier to get it. So when I was down in the North shore one day, I stopped in and they said, no, it wasn't coming out till early September, which mm-hmm. is what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here we are. So yeah. I got my fix. I'm good. <laughs> bring right. back the chocolate, and I'll be happy. Down All right. The chocolate milkshake nitro is pretty badass, I will say. I didn't get that one. Oh, get that one. That one's good. I got the s'mores one, and that one was dope as hell. Agreed. That was, I didn't have that one on nitro, but I had that one down at the brewery. It was mm-hmm. mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, on nitro in the cans, check plus. Yeah. Check plus. Yeah. All right. So we, we were talking a little bit marketing. I, I had another one that I wanted to bring up to you and I wanted to see, you know, you're a marketing guy. How do you feel about the voodoo marketing? I like it personally. I'm embarrassed to say I haven't seen it. Okay. I haven't either. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Steve. Well, Adam, you wouldn't see it. It's oh, mostly, well, it's okay. All right. <laughs> well, you got to get on the fucking internet to see it, <laughs> but it's, it's actually mostly on like Instagram. And a lot of their videos have to deal with like the different, they've put out so many different versions of Voodoo Ranger now that like they have like all the skeletons, you know, interacting with each other, similar to the way that you see Pumpkin. So like they're in like, they'll put up like a fake text chain between them and stuff. But I think it's like, it's creative in a way and it goes beyond what most beer companies do. And the most beer companies are just like, here's our beer, here's some silly graphic, and here's the name of the beer, and then that's about it. Yeah. I think, having not seen it, but just speaking in general with marketing now with beer, I feel like now, I mean, it's not just beer. I think this is just in general. What are you going to do to stand out? Mm-hmm. It's so goddamn loud on these social platforms now, getting seen is next to impossible i mean from an organic standpoint it pretty much is impossible right you're, you're getting two to three percent reach when you put something on instagram or facebook and just post mm. you have to really put together some creative campaigns and put some money behind it that's mm-hmm. where that's what these networks have become so the question that i always look at is what makes it stand out what can you do to make it stand out video is still trumping everything and i think and i when this will be a an early segue into what we're talking about next, but podcasting too. I, I've, I've firmly went all in on this belief that brands that make a podcast right now are going to be ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. So Okay. So brands that make a podcast. Okay. Well, anybody that makes a podcast, well, yeah. but, I'm, but if you look at brands that have embraced the podcasting model as their content push. Right. They're, they're, they're still in small quantities. If yeah, you start I, I was saying, now and develop an audience and develop a following, you're going to be ahead of the curve when everybody catches up to this. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, yeah, I was thinking more about like uh, like the number of brands, like the commonality of brands that you hear. Like you hear Manscaped commercials all the time. Yeah, you hear Casper. So it seems like there's a very select few 
brands that have embraced podcasting, but you hear those brands on every podcast. Oh, mm. you mean the actual brands advertising? Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, that's what I that's what I was thinking of. Oh no, well, I'm 100% with you. I think those brands are smart too because they have uh, they're they're putting it out to an audience that more than likely will listen through that ad. And with some of the podcasts I listen to, they'll do live reads and make them entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yes. You don't mm-hmm. want to skip past it. You're actually going to get some entertainment from that ad as well. Mm-hmm. Manscaped's a huge one. Uh, Magic Spoon is a really big one that I've heard. Yeah. Um, gosh, I'm just running down all the ones I hear on Jim Cornette's podcast. Say The one I hear a lot is Zip Recruiter. I hear different yeah. podcasts do their, their live reads a lot differently with one the I've same been hearing, company one i've been hearing a lot on podcasts lately is buttercloth and they were on shark tank then and robert herjavec made a I guess quarter million dollar investment in them so yeah well i think 100 percent of a podcast has an audience it makes total sense for brands to be putting their ads on there but my my reference was more to a brand making their own podcast it as a platform to reach their audience and connect in a different way. And I I have a prime example of that is the black rifle coffee company. They have their own podcast. It's, I, you know, it's a, you know, it's very macho Americanized podcast. It certainly goes towards a certain demographic, but I know people that have fully locked into that because it kind of, it, it, tailors to their lifestyle, their thought process, their mindset, things like that. And that just brings them in to, okay, we're thinking the same thing. I should support them. Yep. I'll go buy their products. I'll go buy their, you know, their coffee or their mugs or merchandise or whatever it is. So they bring people in that way as well. I think that when I, when I look at the whole pot brand podcasting world, it's still a very small community. It's much like the local beer scene, the local mm-hmm. beer scenes, support each other. They're, they're always looking to support local on every possible level, whether it's beer, whether it's their ingredients, whether it's food. So the podcasting game is the same way. The little podcast community that's in existence now is supporting one another and sharing episodes and pushing people towards that content. And then it's reciprocal. People are going to turn around and say, Oh yeah, they backed me up. I'm going to go say, I'm going to say they've got a good show too. You need to go mm-hmm. listen to them and everybody's got their own niche. So there's really a lot, of content that can be found and as we're learning people are just listening to podcasts nonstop. i'm becoming that guy not even because <laughs> i'm now like i said before like all in on this i just feel like the majority of my time is spent listening to different podcasts and hey, what has started happening with me is a lot of times if i'm talking with coworkers, they're listening to a podcast and they'll say hey check this out Hey, we were talking about this earlier. Check out this other podcast that has the same topic, same conversation. Yeah. And it just sort of grows from there. I'll tell you, on an upcoming episode of Pod Theory, I will be doing a brief commentary on how podcasting has replaced blogging. I, yeah. People are referring to a podcast now before they refer to a blog. Yeah. Yeah. And just to give you the full, you know, the full official introduction, I mean, one of the reasons why we're having you on this week is because you are launched your new series pod theory yes which is a a nice 10 minute easy mm-hmm. consumable podcast i found it very very easy to consume the episodes that you've put up so far but you're you're just you're essentially doing what we've already been talking about is that you are a brand because overarching your circone consulting yep 
but in a way with this pod theory podcast, you're consulting on how people can improve their podcasts. And basically with the first five episodes, how to start a podcast is what's, you know, what I've gotten from it so far. Yeah, basically, I mean, to give you the, the abbreviated full story, I had been looking to, to pivot a few things in my business and thank you COVID for causing me to actually do it. You know, I was really, I, I had been trying to figure out the best way to do it. And I've been working with a guy and building a podcast with him for a considerable amount of time. And I started thinking about the fact that there are a lot of podcasts out there that are dead. There are a lot of podcasts yeah. out there that <laughs> never got off the ground. And mm -hmm. there are a lot of podcasts out there that maybe had four five, six, seven episodes, whatever. And then they just died on the table. And I started thinking about what was the one commonality in all of these and the way I, what I concluded was there was no plan in place of how they were going to grow that podcast. And then I started thinking about the fact that there are brands. I'm, I'm obviously, I'm helping a gentleman build a brand podcast. There are going to be other brands in need of this type of service. So I felt like since I, I've been podcasting since 2015, I literally took a year and a half off of recording just to study. So I feel like I've built a pretty good knowledge base on what needs to be done to put a podcast together to produce and then edit and do or to record, edit, produce, market, you name it. So I started thinking this should be the service that I'm offering. And that's when I decided when I started looking into statistics of how much podcasting has grown. I don't think we can thank COVID for that to some mm -hmm. degree because people were sitting at home doing nothing or if they were working from home, they had more freedom to listen to podcasts. And I think mm -hmm. that's helped the medium grow. But in that same respect, podcasting is still the new game in town. Despite the fact that if you look back, it goes back to the early 2000s when Steve Jobs was talking about it. And they had, I remember seeing podcasts on my first iPad going, what the, or iPod going, what the hell is a podcast? And the first podcast I ever listened to was Doug Durda's Should I Drink That? <laughs> and, nice. I, and I only listened to that because I, I met Doug in person at the very, it was the very first Pittsburgh craft beer week back in 2012. Now 2011 is some of your glassware might say 2012. <laughs> yeah. And Doug told me about his podcast and I said, I've never listened to a podcast. Tell me more. And that's really where I got introduced to it. Despite the fact that the actual timeline of podcasts go back so many years it's still relatively fresh. We just cracked a million active podcasts. Now that's not to say you can go on to any podcast catcher and find a, just a metric shit ton of podcasts that are in existence, but they're not producing new shows. They've been dead for years. Yeah. And what I thought would be a good service to provide, not just from a podcast perspective, but from actually helping people through my business would be to help them plan and create and grow a podcast that doesn't die and doesn't flatline in the first couple months. And that's really where the, the idea behind pod theory came from was I'd like to do something. There's a podcast I listen to called marketing school. Every day they come out with a very short, easy to listen to episode that gives different tips on marketing strategy. And I felt like, why can't we do this with podcasting? And here we are, Pod Theory from that was born and it just launched three two days ago as we sit and record today. Yeah, right on. And I've I've consumed most of the episodes already. And I can yeah, say first five are live. Yeah. I can say uh it doesn't really apply to me at sure. this point. 
<laughs> well, yeah, you're okay. You, you're almost 200 episodes deep on a podcast. I think right. <laughs> but we've gotten I, over the hump. <laughs> yeah, but I will say for anybody who is thinking about starting a podcast, those first five could be really critical, uh, especially with all the talk that you do of planning and how to plan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, you know, obviously your podcast wasn't around when we were starting our podcast, but you know, I did a lot of sitting down and just thinking out how to plan what we were going to do, what our release schedule was going to be, what our record schedule was going to be, what our episode length was going to be. And those are all super important yep. because it, you know, we're talking your podcast pod theory is 10 minutes. Ours is an hour and a half to two. Right. So you have to know, are you going to do that? Are you going to plan for that? Do you have content for that? Yep. So absolutely. That, yeah. that, that, if, if you don't sit down and do that initial thinking, you're screwed. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You're screwed because a lot of I, that's in, in, in most cases, I'm sure this isn't a blanket statement, but my belief is that most podcasts die because people don't do that. They just mm-hmm. wake up one morning. Oh, is there a podcast? I'm going in. Oh, look, I can get everything on Amazon. Cool. Oh, I, I like talking about roses and rainbows. Oh, I'm going to do a podcast about that. And then I sit down and start recording. And yeah, I've got a lot to talk about for the first three episodes. Then what? Yeah. Right. And then when you get to that point, that's where you start losing interest because you just don't have the content to talk about. Mm-hmm. Now, I've, been, I've done a couple beer podcasts too. So I know as well as you guys do, there's a lot to talk about in the beer industry. Fish. And, <laughs> and I should throw this out there too, that I'm going to be doing the uh, last call episode of Breaking Brews at some point in the next couple weeks. And that podcast will live on in archive form. It'll be there for everybody to continue to access. I just won't add any new content to that. Right. There's no reason to kill content. No, but, not at yeah. all. I, I, I mean, that's, I'm, I haven't done an episode since, gosh, I think March. And all that one was, was just saying, yeah, I'm going to be doing season three eventually, which I never did. Mm-hmm. And then I put two recordings of two podcasts I had done. And that one's still getting downloads all the time. Actually, all of them are still getting downloads all the time. So mm-hmm. I will gladly keep that active and, and, and let folks still access that. Because I, I, I'm proud of the content that that podcast contains. I feel like there's a lot of good beer knowledge in there. And the, and the point was to make it evergreen. So if someone stumbles upon it down the road, they still get something from it. It's not something that's dead at the point at that point. So, and, and as a consumer on the listener side, I want to thank you for doing that, having a, a proper send off episode sure. that way, as a listener, I know that it's done. Yes. That yeah. I have reached the end because there have been multiple podcasts where I've started listening to it. Same thing that has happened with a lot of podcasts, what we're talking about in their very early stages. It's great, but then it just stops. Yeah. Man, yeah. not even, sorry not to cut you off, but just no, like, okay. not even podcasts, but fucking Netflix shows do that all the time. And it's because yeah. Netflix cancels the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's no finality to it. So it, yeah, right. it is nice that you're giving finality to Breaking Brutes. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I feel like that's the right thing to do in that it's had some great support and still continues to have support despite the fact that I, I, I did record, I think five episodes when COVID started and I started editing and I just was not happy with the quality. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, it was not even really, I mean, to some degree, the production quality wasn't there, but I just felt like all we're doing is bitching about COVID. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> this isn't going to be relevant in a couple of years. Hopefully. Yeah. I, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Shit. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt like if I put this out now, it'll be good for now, but this is more current. Mm-hmm. And I could have easily prefaced each episode with, okay, there was a steady amount of COVID talk in here, but I just didn't want to compromise what was already out there. And I felt, you know, I think that since I'm starting to find some new direction in my business anyway, this would be a good way to put a put a bow on this one, call it call it quits, and move on to new podcast ventures. And that's you know, like I said, with especially when I started developing Pod Theory, I said, okay, this is this is where I'm going to go with podcasting for now. And then I said that because I'm a complete bonehead, I'm going to do another one, and just <laughs> you know, on top of what I'm doing with clients to help them edit and record and make podcasts, I'm going to make another one on my own. So there's that. That probably, I think I, Steve, you and I had talked about this before. I said I was hoping to do that this calendar year. I think I'm going to wait to, I want to build the audience of pod theory first. Mm -hmm. Really dive into doing, because that, to me, that just seems like splitting. Splitting Splitting too much time. Yeah, you take, you split time in half and then split it in half again. Right. And I feel like that there's no productivity to that whatsoever. So yeah, the second one will come, but for right now, go subscribe to pod theory. Like Steve said. And I, and I, even when I announced the launch on Monday, I said, this may not be for you because if you're not looking to make a podcast, chances are you don't need to pick up tips and strategies on starting a podcast, but you may know someone that does. You may have a friend that is started, that started a business and is looking for a good content strategy or someone that's already started a podcast, but is looking for ways to improve. Mm-hmm. I think the show could be very valuable to that person. And if they can connect me to them via the podcast, then thank you very much. I send you all my praise and love in advance. And as I said, I can vouch for the five episodes that are up already and that the tips that you provide are things that, you know, I wish I didn't have to visit 15 different fucking blog sites (laughs) to read, to get. So, you know, when I, started to plan this one out but yeah like it's very very simple it's just planning 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 know what you're planning and yes. that's that's very helpful i want to put you on the spot though right now okay. as we wind down the segment what advice do you have for a podcast that you know may or may not be 172 episodes <laughs> deep <laughs> what have you been waiting and, for <laughs> and and may or may not be uh you know, plateauing in their audience. Let's say that. <laughs> well, I think if so, you're you're asking if it's a podcast that's already in existence that's looking to grow from where they've gotten to. Yeah. Yes, they've already got their base audience established. I'm going to assume that that podcast has most likely done the majority of what they've done to this point organically, and to reach any level of uh, of a established audience is, is fantastic because there's a lot to listen to and there, and you guys know in the beer world there's a lot of podcasts just in general there's a lot mm-hmm. of podcasts that you can find so if you're able to captivate someone to the point where they keep coming back for each and every episode you've accomplished a great thing to build on that audience of course you need to keep doing the you know you gotta dance with or dance with who you brought to the party but you also have to start looking at some innovative ways so you can start incorporating video Mm-hmm. bringing YouTube into the mix. The good thing about podcast content is that it can be repurposed. So you can take segments of your podcast and cut it into clips that can be uh, optimized for keywords. 
So you can put those on YouTube. And since YouTube is a search engine above all else, you can help, you can find more people that might be looking based on keyword. And then they might find that they really like that content. And then they come and listen to your whole podcast. And if they like the whole podcast, they're subscribing, you know, then it just snowball rolls downhill. So that's one way. I think another way, as much as it's not the most popular choice and it can be difficult, especially when you're just starting out, is to start advertising. Adam, are you listening? (laughs) I'm writing this down, don't you worry. (laughs) When you're at the beginning and you're organic, there's, you know, and again, this is different. It's a different social media climate altogether but you get a little bit of initial buzz at the beginning when you're starting to just toss everybody over to your page. But once you've established that social media audience, that plateaus as well. And the only way to really get the most out of Facebook and Instagram these days, you can have some fun in the organic side, but the best way to break through and especially grow an audience is to advertise. So I've just started. And again, I think I mentioned this on one of the early episodes of I think it was in the introduction episode of Pod Theory. I say I, I, there's a lot that I still feel like a student with. So I'm still learning things every day and applying different practices to see what works and what doesn't. So I just started tinkering with some ads that I want to use to draw people towards my page, towards my podcast, you name it. So those are probably the two biggest. I would say stay consistent. I know for you guys, I, I will say that you, you guys are probably one of the most consistent podcasts that I've ever seen. Slack work. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, so thank you for that. You're a hundred. We're on a episode 172. And I think other than maybe just taking a break for holidays, you guys yeah. haven't missed a week. Yeah, you not know? really. And I think, and I know you did one right around the time of the George Floyd stuff. And I thought that was a very classy move taking the week off and just saying that there was nothing we could do, nothing we can add to what's happening that makes any sense right now. We're not going to podcast this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't worth it for us because like exactly, but it just would have been angry podcasting on our part. Yeah, right, right. And but we're also we're also just two white guys, so it's not our voice that's yep. worth it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you, you you did that right, but like, like the point here is that you're consistent with doing your shows every Friday. People get used to that consistency. They they know it's coming. It's it it, it could be a bright spot in their day, one day a week, knowing that this, this is my favorite podcast and it's mm-hmm. coming out with a new episode. And we've seen that with some audience feedback as well. What's that? I said, we've seen that with audience feedback as well. It's just like, you know, we have a couple of listeners that always check in and if an episode's late, I'll get an email sometimes like, <laughs> yeah, is there an go. episode? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sorry. It's coming. <laughs> just, I slept. Yeah, I, no, that's, that, that's very key. Stay consistent. And you just, I'll, I'll end with this. Listen to your audience. Your audience will tell you what they want. Obviously, mm-hmm. your audience is reaching out to you and praising your consistency. And when it's not there, they're questioning it. What the hell's going on? Where's my podcast for today? <laughs> if you give them a reason to feel loved by listening to their suggestions, that's going to help grow too, because they're just going to tell more people. Especially mm-hmm. like you mentioned, mentioned them on air. This is something I'm looking forward to doing when I start getting reviews, reading those reviews on air. I read that in a, in a blog the other day. I was like, wow, that's genius. Cause it just makes that person feel special that you they're, them, they're part of it now you took time to read their feedback and share their feedback with everyone else mm-hmm. that, that's yeah. good shit yeah for sure for sure so with that uh what's up chuck what's up jesse thanks for the feedback <laughs> <laughs> nice uh 
Let's I know. I, I'm looking at the timer. We're running out of time. I just yeah. want to do this before we wrap up and get back to the beers real quick. If you want to subscribe to Pod Theory, you can download it wherever you get your favorite podcasts or just visit podtheory.com for all the information. It's even on Amazon. Yep. We're all on Amazon I, now. I got in on the Amazon mm-hmm. game early. I'm glad you guys did too. Yeah. Yep. Well, fucking Doug Dirty yelled at me to get on <laughs> Amazon. So. <laughs> so thank Doug. Yes. Thanks, Doug. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming back real quick. I'm drinking the Hammer and Lime by Hitchhiker. It's good. It tastes a bit like a mocktail, but it's still got booze in it. So it works. Get you some if you can. I don't know how many cans are left out in the wild. I found it in Market District and was super surprised. Adam, how's the push? The the, the, the puckerish? The puckish, puckish? Puckish. It's good. I like it. Uh, unfortunately, this was the last can at Creekside when I got it. So I don't have any more left. That's disappointing. But uh, I liked it. If I find it again, I'll drink it again. Good brilliant advice. Right on. Did it have any like extra fruit flavors that are... I mean, it was strawberry and rhubarb okay. thrown in there, uh, but it was, was that was that like strong enough? Because I know strawberry is a hard flavor to. It was there, but okay. it was it was not overpowering by any stretch of the imagination. But I think that was the way to do it. Okay, and Jason, pumpkin roll on, good beer. Okay, <laughs> I don't think that's the new college team. Pumpkin roll on, <laughs> roll on. That's their slogan. Oh, roll on, roll on. Circling, circling back to the marketing. Ah, okay. I'm sorry, my bad. Check your notes, Steve. I didn't have notes. Learn <laughs> <Heard> your slogans. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna come back. Segment three. We've got a game planned, and by that I mean Adam has a game planned. But uh, Jason will be here to compete against me, and we'll have more beers. Segment two is over. Goodbye. Are you tired of watching the same old awesome movies? Are B-movies more your style? Then the folks over at They Call This a Movie have you covered. Join us every Thursday as we review the worst of the worst in sci-fi, action, comedy, and more. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean at theycallthisamovie.podbean.com. They Call This a Movie testing the strength of friendships one terrible movie at a time welcome back to episode 172 of the hop nation usa podcast and it's segment three that means this round we're gonna have some fun but first let's get into (laughs) 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 but first let's get into the beers everybody's drinking let's start with jason since he wants to be mouthy (laughs) (laughs) I'm drinking uh, Michelob Ultra Infusion, lime and prickly pear cactus. Nope. Uh, Interesting. It, it, it tastes like water with lime, and I'm guessing there's hints of prickly pear cactus. I don't think I've ever had anything else in my life with prickly pear cactus. I, say, I wouldn't even know what that tasted like. I think I'm, they're... Uh, Ultra Infusion, man. There's one other beer, and it's possible that you've had it, actually. Jason, I mean, not, not Adam. Oh, shit, all right, never mind. <laughs> no, no, you might have had it too, though. Uh, the Sierra Nevada Ultra Vase. Ah, I okay. believe that is also yeah. made with prickly pear. I believe. All right. Yeah. Any, anyway, no, that, that was more for the, the joke. I'll tell you, do yeah. not do a pumpkin nitro and then do a mimic ultra infusion. <laughs> I'm, I'm just learning this now. This is not good. Blast out your palate. Yeah. <laughs> On the job training. Yeah, not great. Adam, 
What's up? So I, uh, I'm back, uh, back here in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, I have the Helltown Hefeweizen. Ah. I've never actually had this beer. In all my years, for whatever reason, I've never had it. And I don't hmm. know why. But Probably because it hasn't been in cans before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think they, they just started doing it a couple years ago, right? I think so. But yeah, for what off the hook. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to drink it anyways. I'm yeah. still going to like it. I like yeah. Helltown and I like Hefeweizens. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going <laughs> to like it. Okay. What, yeah. what about you, sure. Steve? I never left Pittsburgh at all this episode, <laughs> which is pretty amazing because I'm usually the one that's always drinking out of state and mm-hmm. getting goof-ass shit. But no, staying in Pittsburgh, specifically McKee's Rocks, I'm drinking Ooh. Ooh. the old strawberry milkshake from abjuration i have to imagine that's phenomenal yep (laughs) (laughs) yep it uh i i have a story to go along with this though that i wanted to talk about because boy oh boy i was mad as fuck i've never been so mad with beer in my life (laughs) uh so abjuration they do their sales friday night nine o'clock that's when the new cans go on and when the new cans go on, that's when you can order them and you pick them up Saturday, Sunday. And the new ones this week, we're going to, well, the new ones last week, were going to be strawberry milkshake and the uh, Fresh Fest collaboration that they had, mm-hmm. which was going to be a blue raspberry sour. So basically, you know, blow pop blue raspberry. Everybody knows what that is. I was going to get four pack of this and a four pack of that. And I had both in my cart and that thing, that Blue raspberry sold out so fucking fast that the four pack fell out of my cart. Holy cow. Before I could check out. Yeah. It went on Holy sale. At, went on sale at nine o'clock. It was out by nine Oh four. I didn't know that could happen. That it could fall out of your cart. Well, I guess, I mean, I guess the way their checkout system is set up is if you haven't clicked on the checkout button yet, it isn't a, mm. it isn't a reserved order. So it's not like ticket. It's not like Ticketmaster where you you know put tickets in your checkout and you have them okay. for like fifteen I minutes. Gotcha. gotcha. It's okay. just whoever checks them out, and it's It'd like be cooler if it was right. It, yeah. Trust me, it would have been cooler if it was because I was so <laughs> fucking mad. I'm like, saying it's I, not anything abjuration did. No, no, it's not anything abjuration did. It's just the way their system's set up. So how it's dare just, everybody be proactive. I know how everybody, how dare everybody be faster than I am <laughs> is what it was. <laughs> but I was, yeah, I, I've never been that mad at beer because like, you know, I've talked about it on the show plenty of times. I don't have FOMO. I don't care about missing out on stuff, but I figured out how is if I have it in my checkout cart <laughs> and then it gets taken away from me. That's how I get mad at FOMO. <laughs> So, but at least, at least you got this. Yes, I did get strawberry milkshake and I kind of hinted at it at the end of last segment when I was asking you, Adam, about the strawberry in your beer, Mm, Okay, because the strawberry is all through this beer. I would imagine. So I assume it's right up front in your face. Yeah. It's all strawberries. Nice. And it's very fresh too. It's not like a artificial, like Nesquik strawberry. Mm-hmm. Like it tastes like fresh, fresh ass strawberries. So, just that label is making me want a strawberry milkshake right now. Right, right. That's it, awesome. 
like a good one that has the chunks yeah. of strawberry in it. Yes. yes yeah. Yes. And that's what this is. So yeah. <laughs> minus the chunks, minus the chunks plus the booze. <laughs> so yeah. Nice. All right. It's time once again for our favorite game that we've never played before, but we've kind of played it before. Variations of the variations, but this is the first time we've done this variation. It is time to play a game of, is it a beer? Is it a podcast or is it both? Very simple. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a name and you have to tell me, is it a beer? Is it a podcast or is it both? That's it. That's all you have to do. Uh, For example, uh, Jason, if I, if I gave you, you know, hop nation USA, it's, it's a podcast. podcast. There you go. And you would win the point. I checked that there's no <laughs> beers out there like that. I was kind of hoping so, so I could sue them. Yeah. But hope not because they might sue us. <laughs> right. right. That it's is bad. a slippery slope. You got to check who came first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, you want to go first? Great. Sure. That way Jason has the, uh, the final move since he is the guest. Okay. And uh, I'll, I'll give you one. Let me know. Is it a beer? Is it a podcast or is it both? Okay. All right. Your first one is This American Life. Is, uh, it, a beer? is it a podcast or is it both? Uh, both. You are absolutely correct. Fuck yeah. I'm glad that you got that one. Who makes, so the, this, who makes the beer? Like, <laughs> I, I know the podcast. Obviously, yes. NPR. Uh, for the, yes, NPR makes this. Honestly, it's a very, very good podcast. I enjoy listening to it. But it is an IPA by Wicked Teton Brewing out of Oak Harbor, Washington. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a place with a bunch of NPR listeners, so that makes sense. <laughs> it really does. It really does. <laughs> Jason, are you ready for your first one? Let's do this. All right. Your first one is podcasting for lemons. Is that a beer? Is that a podcast or is it both? God, I feel like you're going to try to trick me up here. I'm just going to go with that's a podcast. That is incorrect. It is a beer. Oh, I can't see. No, no steals. No steals. No, I'm sorry. But that is a sour from Brokerage Brewing of West Lafayette, Indiana. Hmm. Which I believe is where Purdue is. Okay. Oh, home of the Boilermakers. That sounds right. Okay. That's weird. <laughs> it is. It is. So, Steve, I, are you ready for – oh, you had a question. Well, no, I was just going to say I, I, I almost would have guessed podcast too because it sounds like a, a beat-up it, – it sounds like a beater car podcast. It really does. Podcast it? for lemons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like half the episodes are about, you know, like – Toyota Corollas and <laughs> and it's being in the garage until two in the morning, changing an alternator so you can get to work at six thirty. Yeah, episode yeah. one hundred is about the <laughs> gremlin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Steve, are you ready for your next one? Yeah. Your next one is called the dictionary. The dictionary. Yes. Is that a beer? Is that a podcast? Or is it both? Can I get a spelling? Dictionary, like dictionary. D-I-C-T. I didn't know if it was spelled funny. Or what? No, it's dictionary. Okay, because it might have been like some goof-ass bro podcast where it's D-I-C-K. No. Like some barstool shit. I would not subject you to that. (laughs) 
Ah, uh, the dictionary. We're better friends than that. Yeah. Are we? Because <laughs> I'd do it to you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that's just the podcast. That is absolutely 100% correct. Dope. <laughs> the podcast, the dictionary, is a short podcast, about 10 minutes. Sounds familiar. Uh, that reads through the dictionary. That's it. <laughs> just do they just do like three words every week or some or Pretty every much. episode? <laughs> Pretty much. That is all that they do is they spend about ten minutes reading through the dictionary. Uh, they read the word, they read the definition, and their last episode, which was posted earlier this week, they got up to uh, br brasserie was oh, part of their words. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So they got a ways to go. So it's not even like uh, it's not even really good as a word of the day podcast. Right. You know, yeah, like, like a they, word. they don't get into the etymology or anything like that. But they also don't jump around. It's just straight through the dictionary. Yeah. That's the concept. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel so bad about our podcast anymore. <laughs> I'll admit I enjoyed listening to it. <laughs> Some people will listen to anything. It was nice. It was nice. <laughs> Well, you just have to be the right voice. Like, okay, I like I've I've said this a lot. Stacy from the X, I could listen to her just read the phone book. Mm-hmm. Right, I love her voice. Something mm-hmm. about that voice. And, and now there's literally somebody out there that's just reading the dictionary, and it was nice. Morgan Freeman. Yes, yeah. that's right. also the other beauty of podcasts is that you can just find people with good voices, not mine per se, but people with good voices and not fuck ass radio voices. <laughs> they're doing hey ba 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 like I getting that shit. <laughs> yeah, you could just sort of get into more of a conversational kind of tone. Right. Yeah. Much more soothing. Yeah. It's a lot more conversational and a lot less oh we're here with a we're on site at one oh six nine the jock jams. <laughs> Well, you, yeah, you sound like a morning shock jock with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that voice also sucks. Like, all of that sucks. What was the, what was the one on uh, um, uh, Crazy Ira and the Dude? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Jason, are you ready for your all category? Right. All right. Yours is playing and slaying. Is that a beer? Is that a podcast? Or is it both? Playing and slaying. I'm going to go with both. Oh, that is incorrect. Come on. It is a podcast. I was very surprised by that, too. I I had it all certain that there was going to be a beer called that as well. Yeah. But no, it is a uh, Dungeons and Dragons and Miniatures podcast. Oh, wow. It's not even like a... Nope. Damn. I... I (laughs) I don't know why I'm locked in on douche bro culture right now. I swore that was, was going to be. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Playing and slaying is, uh, it's Dungeons and Dragons. I'm done 2-0 here. Is there a bonus point thing on the last question to come back? Yeah, yeah we, can, we can adjust the rules as we see fit. <laughs> you, you get the, uh, the guest rules, I'll yeah, say. Suck at this game. <laughs> All right, Steve, are you ready? Yes. All right. Ramblings of a Madman. Is that a podcast? Is that a beer? Or is that both? That sounds like both. For sure. Damn it. (laughs) That is right. (laughs) Holy shit. I mean, that sounds... One, I almost for sure that's a podcast. Because some... And honestly, I bet that podcast sucks. 
Like, I guess we're not going to tag them in, on Twitter now. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I bet there's plenty of podcasts that are actual ramblings of a madman. Yes. But then, like, this dude decided to lock in and say, oh, I'm a madman. Oh, my, all my thoughts are fucking crazy. Oh, no, it's actually more of, like, a mystery podcast. Is it? Yes. Oh, so it's going through, like, serial killer manifestations yes. and shit? Yes. Right. Okay, I'm on board with you that. Need to, you need to retract. And yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I retract now knowing the content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, the, it's a mystery podcast. They are based out of Wales. Oh, okay. That's cross. That's yeah, you, t- you totally should have just let him explain that before you went on your little rant. <laughs> nah, fuck it. <laughs> Leave it in. I don't care about being wrong. I'm wrong all the time. <laughs> That's the beauty of being a nihilist. You don't give a shit if you're wrong about <laughs> dumb shit you say. <laughs> Ooh, he doesn't nice. believe in anything. He's a yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, on the other I'm side of things, yeah. yeah. Uh, the beer nihilist, you fucking crybabies. <laughs> That's all right. Lebowski quote. Go ahead. <laughs> We're going to fuck you, Lebowski. Oh. I'm sorry. I was out of my element. But uh, Yazoo Brewing out of Nashville, Tennessee. If you yeah. go to them, they'll get you some ramblings of a madman. IPA. And uh, it's going to be a sour. Oh. Just so you know. Okay. Okay. All right. Jason, are you ready to get back on the board? Pass. Okay. Never mind. I'll go ahead. All right. Yours is Mouse and Weens. Is that a beer? Is that a podcast? Or is that both? Mouse and Weens. I'm going to go podcast. Jason is on the board. Wow. That was much rejoicing. What is that show about? <laughs> so that is really just a conversationalist podcast based out of California. Okay. It's, a, it's, it's your typical two people sitting around talking and chatting. About okay. California things. So the host, one host is Mouse, the other is Weens. Yes. Okay. Yes. There wasn't really anything. Friends on Saturday Night Live. The Californians. I wanted to. I wanted to make a joke on that one, but I knew I was just going to break into laughing in the middle of the skit. So, <laughs> oh, Bill, 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 Bill Hader always did. So you're. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when you go up the PCH, are you listening to Mouse and Weens, bro, buddy? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Steve, are you ready for your next one? Always. All right. Pod goals. Pod goals. Pod goals. Is that a beer? Is that a podcast? Or is it both? I'm just going to go with it's a beer. Damn it. Did you look these up beforehand? <laughs> no, how could I? I don't know. <laughs> but you're doing way better than you should. How could I? <laughs> don't know. But Pod Goals, it is a pale ale from the Humble Sea Brewing out of Santa Cruz, California. Yeah. Is there any special flavor on that? Because I guessed beer because it sounded like it was like uh, based on a pod of some sort of vegetation or fruit. Or whales. Mm, okay. I mean, if that's what it's for. <laughs> what, do you, do whales not belong in pods anymore? Well, it's not that whales don't belong in pods. It's just like all that oil is going to ruin your head retention. <laughs> <sighs> but of them. Oh. They call me Ishmael. hey <laughs> All right. Jason, you know what? Screw it. Triple points. These men are nihilists. 
Nothing to worry about. <laughs> All right. Is this, this lightning round or just triple points? This is the hell with it. Triple points. The Slewfoot. Is that a beer? Is that a podcast? Hmm. I'm going to go with beer. I'm going to ask that again. The Slewfoot. Is that a beer? Is that a podcast? Or is it both? Is it both? I think it's both. There it is. Boo. <laughs> first part you just edit out. That's right. The magic of editing. Yeah, Adam could. <laughs> but Steve wouldn't. <laughs> Listen. Hey, I got I got extra four points beers here for you. Whatever. I so, I I'll got, bribe you. I don't care. I got so many beers that I picked up, I'm good. I don't All right. that one. Remember, I don't have FOMO unless it comes out of my cart. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the Slewfoot is an IPA by Starboard Brewing. They're out of uh, Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. And it is also a hockey podcast out of Ontario. Oh, okay. That's cool. That makes, that makes sense. sense. That's, that's mm-hmm. a good name for a hockey podcast. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Steve, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Simpsons did it. Uh, it's both. Damn it so much. <laughs> you are correct. Points? Here, okay, if here's he, the... If he did, I concede. No, no. He's not going to give me triple points, but I can tell you for sure. For sure. That I, know for a, like yeah, I know for a fact that he followed that podcast on our Twitter. Uh-huh. So I know that's happened, but there's also just... In, there's a non-negligible chance... But that's also a beer because everybody is fucking 30 to 40 who's a brewer. (laughs) (laughs) And just somebody named Yeah, somebody just named it that. (laughs) So Yes. And that somebody would be Mustang Sally Brewing out of Chantilly, Virginia. It's a it's a hazy dipper. Okay. If you're into that sort of thing. Sometimes. Can art's actually pretty nice. You should check it out. Okay. Well do and then the podcast is obviously it's a step through Simpsons episodes. Yeah. Just like every other TV show podcast. Right. It's nice though. It's good stuff. I, I keep thinking I want to do one for Criminal Minds because that show fucking sucks and it's hilarious. <laughs> Isn't that been on forever too? I know. Yeah. There's so like, you've got content for days. Yeah. There's 12 seasons of it. It's just kind of <laughs> like show sucks so bad. And I want to talk about it. <laughs> Nobody else is watching it. That was me, me and my buddy. We we kicked around doing a podcast, wrestling podcast, for a long time, and we finally got to a point where we're like, all right, we're really going to do this. And then the product just fell off the freaking cliff. And I, mm. I, I, we started a Twitter account, and I said, let's at least start with this and see if we can keep this going before we commit to a podcast. And I think we made it in like two months. I just I told him I was like I can't watch I can't, I can't <laughs> do this if I'm gonna have to religiously watch this shit just for the sake of a podcast this is never gonna work because I'm just gonna get on this podcast and just flip the hell out <laughs> <laughs> because it's so illogical just old man yells at cloud that's it that might as well just be my image on the zoom <laughs> all right well I'll give you one final chance Jason. Where this am I at? Your, what do I got to do here? You got to win. Well, double points. <laughs> okay. This is for the marbles. Good All the marbles. Coach. There you go. Go get them. If I win, will you promise to go get a haircut? 
No. Okay. I, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, yes. You got a nice little Herbie from Rudolph thing going on. So the, thing. I, I, I have not cut my hair since everything went to hell back in March. And my plan is not to cut it until I am back in the office on a full-time basis. Okay. Because I'm working from home still. I don't do video conferences or anything like that. It's all phones and screen shares. So I'm going to let it ride. So even if I win. He's, he's honestly gotten more compliments <laughs> on his longer hair than not. So. I'm just, I'm not. I'm, I'm just, just saying. I, I, I'm just. It is different. <laughs> I will give you that. I, I've never had my hair this long before. I'm just being a dick. And for those that are listening on the podcast rather than watching on YouTube, you have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, check it out on YouTube. So the last, the last one. Are you ready, Jason? Fire away. Dairy Wars. Is that a beer? Is that a podcast? Or is it both? Dairy Wars. Oh, God. Both. It's not. I, I'm telling. I'm not, not good. I'm not good at this. <laughs> Sorry. Is it just a beer? It is just a beer. Yes. Although I would listen really to good podcast. <laughs> I would really listen. Three percent chance. Nothing. <laughs> on point. So I'm pretty sure you can tell what kind of beer it is. It's going to be a milk stout. Yeah. Oh, I, I was going to go with some sort of. Uh, lactose-infused pastry, crazy salt, cra- you know, like... A treat. Yeah. Yeah. But that's fine. Just a regular-ass milk stout. You do um, you milk stout. By uh, Heritage Brewing. They're out of Manassas, Virginia. Manassas. Virginia. Manassas, yes. So, unfortunately, uh, Steve is the winner on this episode of Is It a Beer? <laughs> is it a podcast or is it both? Yay, Steve. So he's got that going for him, which is nice. Dairy Wars made me think of another podcast that's out there. It's called the Beef and Dairy Network. It is bizarrely funny. I would check it out. Is it something where it's not supposed to be funny, but it is? No, no. It's supposed to be funny, but it is, it's presented in a very dry and British way. Oh, all right. So yeah. I can get on board with that. Yeah, it's just kind of bizarre. I would check it out. Oh, okay. They don't need me to shout them out, but I did. so steve congratulations on being a winner hurrah you done good hurrah don't feel bad jason i have far more time on my hands to listen to podcasts than you do although i've never listened to any of the ones mentioned tonight (laughs) (laughs) nah i don't feel bad at all yeah okay that's good 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 work good good well let's get back to the beers we were drinking and uh we'll kind of we can't rank them we can't do that but we can talk about the ones that were good so i'll start the one i was drinking tonight strawberry milkshake ale by abjuration brewing it has all the strawberry flavor that you're looking for it's got all the dairy that you're looking for i'm sure (laughs) there's no way there's not lactose in this (laughs) it says milkshake right on the label be prepared if you have that gut problem, don't drink it because you'd be on the toilet later. So just for clarification, it is a milkshake ale rather than a milkshake IPA. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just their milkshake ale. Like, we've had their base milk uh, latte ale. Yes. 
because and that's pretty much just what they worked with and then they put a bunch of other flavors into it mm-hmm. so it's kind of the same base as the matcha green tea that i also love but it's that very neutral base ale that has lactose in it to thicken it up and then they put it in plenty of flavor and it's great okay but I guess my concern was it when, because I know a lot of people when they say see milkshake, they'll immediately pivot to milkshake IPA. Right. And that's yeah. not necessarily the case here. No, no, there's Excellent. no hops, no hop. Good, good. Yeah. Adam? That's my vote then. I, I mean, this Helltown Heffy, it's good. I love yeah. Heffies. Yeah. So I like this one. It's surprisingly clear though. That was the thing that really jumped out at me. A lot of times, you know, obviously Heffies are going to be. Do you have any left to so. hold up to the camera? Oh, wow. Yeah, right? Yeah. I was very surprised by that. It's good. It's got that banana-y taste to it still, so it's Neat. it's in the wheelhouse. It just doesn't look like I expected it to. just doesn't look like a traditional. Right. All right. What else? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, your prickly pear, your Michelob. It's almost <laughs> gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's all right. That, like I said before, it or not in this segment, but the segment before, it was a good summer drinker. I, if you're looking for just something light and easy, I recommend. Right on. Yeah. Uh, you know, next time you'll learn to keep your dessert for last. <laughs> like I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. uh, why don't you just carry on, Jason, though, and let everybody know where they can find you, what you're doing. You got pod theory. You've got Circum Consulting. How do yes. people get in touch with this? Best way to find me and connect with me is jasoncircone.com. That's got pretty much everything. Also, please subscribe, rate, and review Pod Theory wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Also, podtheory.com has all the subscription links, all of the, I guess you can call them archives. I'm just, I'm going to be doing one little blog post a week with all five episodes from the week. So I should say, this is coming out on Friday, the 25th, 6th, 5th, 25th, 25th. Yes. Monday, the 28th is when I'm going to start doing daily Monday through Friday. So the first episode will drop on that Monday and they will be every day on the weekdays. So like I said before, if you're looking to make a podcast, this is for you. Be sure to take a listen. If you know somebody that is, or you just like me and, have been in, in, enjoying the entertainment that I provided on this podcast tonight. You can pass this along to somebody who could use my advice in the long term. Thank you very much. For sure. And I, you know, I, we haven't explicitly said it this episode, but you know, you were one of the people that helped us out in the early days with getting going and uh, just making sure that we focus content and continue doing what we did. So, you know, we, you and like Doug Durda and everybody else that helped us along the way kind of pushed us to keep at it that we were, you know, we weren't doing wrong things. (laughs) Although the vaccine tent idea, I still think it's pretty fire. (laughs) (laughs) We'll put a pin in that one. Still got time to workshop that 20 plus episodes before you get to that point. Right. But I still think, weren't you going to do one? Or maybe this wasn't you. This might have been somebody else that was going to do a big, I, I hesitate to call it a round table because the way it was laid out was basically like every Pittsburgh beer podcast would have That wasn't us, but we were going to be on it. Yes. That was, uh, that was going to be fueled by hops. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That was right. And that was going to go in correlation with their first beer fest that got yeah. canceled by the COVID. So. 
Right. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, I thought that would have been fun. It would have been. Oh yeah. yeah having, having been a part of big crowd podcasts, you don't do it drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep some control. Over that. Yep. It's yeah. out of hand very quickly. <laughs> See, that one I was excited about because I wasn't going to be in control. I didn't have to lead anything, and right. I didn't have to edit it. I was like, right. oh, <laughs> fuck yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get tuned the hell up. <laughs> oh, great. Leave me as the voice of reason. No, you wouldn't have to either. It's not on your shoulders either. <laughs> I would have fir- firmly encouraged you to get drunk as hell too. <laughs> All I remember, the one that I, I'll never forget is over a couple of beers at – the, where Coastar Brewing brews in their garage at Jeff Hanna's house, there was probably at least a dozen of us, and, and we got ripped drunk before we recorded. And like, there are a couple <laughs> points where I had left to go to the go to the bathroom. <laughs> there was like fart guns, and it was the most ludicrous. That was the point. And I will say, is I mean, it was fun, of course, doing it in person. But I learned from that podcast that it's all about the listener. Yeah, because I started when I was editing that. I'm like, there's no way anyone listening to this is going to give a shit about this podcast. Yeah, there's a. I, I aired it because that was in my wind down. I'm over a couple of beers is going away anyway, so I'll just throw this out there and and I put like a disclaimer at the beginning. <laughs> like this is what happened. Here you go. If you get turned off, <laughs> but that taught me that you have to be thinking about your listener experience and if you've got a big shit show on the recording people aren't going to stay tuned they might i mean it depends but if it's got some control to it you can get drunk and you can have a great time but if yeah. the conversation's more controlled i think that's going to keep people engaged to it if they just really if it's just a big cloud of nonsense yeah they're gonna bail so and, i learned that i learned that lesson big time from that episode and i we've seen that with podcasts that aren't even like drinking it's yeah, just like it's just like just that off-topic nonsense rambling yep. that bounces meandering yeah yeah yeah. yeah we've seen that before so and that was one of the things going into this one that we're like well we're gonna have some sort of structure we can have we can go divergent and be silly but yeah like, let's have some sort of structure at least <laughs> but yeah it's, yeah it's hard to come back from that because if someone listens to one and they if this is what every episode is like and that's mm. not their jam they're out yeah yeah you only get one chance at a first impression amen exactly very true so yeah yeah thanks again to jason coming on and again yes yeah much appreciated helping us glad i could help you guys out like i said you guys have one of the most consistent podcasts i've seen in regards to just the content and overall just your your love of doing it and getting it out there every week it's fun it shows it's fun. a lot hell yeah it is yeah. it's fun because again i'm a nihilist and i don't take it seriously so <laughs> <laughs> but i do love beer and i do respect beer i do love when it's done correctly so agreed amen yeah. uh with that in mind though if you want to follow us on social media Search Hop Nation USA. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Podbean, like Google Podcasts, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and now Amazon Music Prime. We dare. (laughs) I don't know. 700,000. Yeah. I don't know if you can leave five star reviews on that yet. You can give us a follow, so do that. But uh, if you're on any of those other platforms, leave a five-star review because 
We are a six bottle of Ultimate Warrior wine show, but they only let us use five bottles. I think you get a discount on that pack too. <laughs> yes, it's like $300. And that's a bigger crime than the Undertaker bottle being the only one that's glow in the dark. <laughs> yeah, you'd think if one was going to glow in the dark, it'd be the Ultimate Warrior. With right. All those bright colors that he always wore. Right. I mean, I'm sure under a black light, that one's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who, all right, so which one of the three of us is going to be the first one to actually buy this so we can? None of us. Uh, $50 a bottle? Fuck yeah. you. Challenge accepted. Yeah, that's not me. I almost did buy a bottle of the Jericho champagne. It was mm. more for, I wasn't going to drink it. I just wanted to have the bottle, but I didn't do it. How much was that selling a bottle? Uh, not, not 50. I think yeah. it was like 20 something plus shipping. See, that's all right. I could get down with that's that. Yeah. It's a reasonable yeah, amount no, for was, a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> I was very big on the little bit of the bubbly saying it. Yeah. But uh, he, he's just sold out to comedy bullshit too. Wrestling sucks. <laughs> Wrestling's going through a hard time as we all are. <laughs> well, it's not, again, I, I know I, I said this on the past where we had the full segment ripping wrestling apart. Yeah. Not the lack of crowds. It's just the lack of Effort. creativity with mm-hmm. the writing crew or the creative teams that are just garbage they have no idea how to produce and structure a wrestling show no yeah. i mean i'm not I, am i an expert on that maybe no i'm not <laughs> I, don't, I don't know it's just not entertaining it's just a complete pile of shit i'm glad i've wa- stopped watching it's been nice having monday nights back that was a commitment every monday yeah three hours, three hours is way too much yeah and then wednesday there was four hours because if you watch nxt and aew Mm-hmm. Whether you, you watch one and record the other, I'm glad to have my life back. Well, like I said, record podcasts with you guys for a couple hours. Right now, you have time for podcasting with us and podcasting by yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's pretty much where my time's been spent making yeah. videos for ads and shit. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, I got it, but no, I mean it's been fun. I, I really like since I made this dedication to going all in on podcasting. I feel like I've overused that saying a lot tonight, but. It's been it's been a blast. All in AEW. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> and it, it all ties back to wrestling and shitty wine. Yeah. And podcasts. <laughs> well, I mean, before we, we sign off, there's one thing I want to say. Uh, number one, Jason, thank you. Appreciate you coming back. Thanks for having You're me welcome. on, guys. Anytime. Always fun. Uh, uh, I do have to get a plug in there. Tpublic.com. Search word Hop Nation USA. If you use that all one word, no spaces, you'll find our shit. I found that out, Steve, by the way. Oh, awesome. Good. Yeah, if it's all one word, you'll get us there. Good. You don't, you don't have to get into T slash public slash umlauts. And, all right. Know, just search Whoa. term Hop Nation USA, no spaces. Okay, as long as that works. Yes, buy our stuff. It's good. It's good. That fucking black metal shirt I put up is fucking awesome, and you should buy it. God damn you. It's so good. <laughs> don't yell at me. I like it. I'm yelling at the audience. <laughs> okay. I'm not supposed to. But <laughs> such well, a good shirt. That ought to win them over. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm glad that you waited to the end to alienate the entire audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they know. All right. It's the it's the few listeners who come in at the end. They're like, oh, he's mad. Got to go buy t-shirts. <laughs> all right. That's all I wanted to say. So thank okay. you, everybody. Thank, thank you, Jason. You. Thanks, guys.
We'll be back next week with something different. It could be pumpkin beers. I think that's what I think we're committed to that. So it'll be pumpkin beers next week. All right. Don't go back on your marketing message now. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, no. Lock we, it in. Yeah, I committed to it. So yeah, whoops. Pumpkin beers next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bye. Bye.